Been a bit of a mad week, hasn't it? It has, mate. Joanna Page liked one of our tweets. Actual Stacey. A.K.A. Stacey Shipman, Knee West. Or is it Knee Shipman? One of the two, but it was actually crazy because she liked our tweet that we tagged her in and um, it was about her best moments, wasn't it? And I hope uh, she didn't actually listen to the last episode. Yeah, because we about slagged her off quite... Martin Freeman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was a weird one because she said that the Hindu was her favourite moment to film yeah. when we classed it as what was it, came second out of the top three. So, yeah, and in our poll it kind of took off after she quoted oh. we had about 800 votes on it and yeah but she said the hendu was her favorite moment one of her most favorite moments in real life yeah it's crazy um and then we got I, about 80 followers off the back of that it was mad yeah, i still it? want to know if they were really actually drunk during that hen- like when they're actually filming yeah, I think yeah. They were, you know when they're all dancing around the uh kitchen they're, yeah they're actually really pissed oh you're listening to the what's occurring podcast with cal and chuck Tidy. My name is Callum Goddard and I went to view a Citroen Saxo to buy as my first car. <laughs> and my name is Chuck Adolfi and I once watched the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special in the middle of May. No shame. We are two super fans talking through the BAFTA award winning sitcom, reliving some of our favourite moments episode by episode and favourite quotes like... Turns out she's not as partially sighted as I thought. And we will be talking to legends of the programme and today... It's a special moment, mate. We've actually got a cast We've member. We've got an actual cast member joining us on the podcast. Uh, all will be revealed shortly. If you've seen our Twitter already, you'll know who it is. Uh, we're incredibly excited, though. Episode number four, and someone on the car- from the cast is actually coming on. I know, crazy, but please do like, subscribe, and rate and review the podcast. If you're on iTunes, follow us, and on Twitter, at What's Occurring Pod, and email us to whatscurringpod at gmail.com. There's some inventive reviews coming in. Yeah, there really are This some is great my ones. personal favourite so far from Benjin CFC. Uh, <laughs> he says the podcast is more iconic than Nev, Kev, and Dev. Of course, the, the bouncers in Cardiff. Uh, and <laughs> simply says, boys, 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 there's no way you're going to talk, listen to the What's Occurring podcast tonight. And then does a little thing saying, cut to next scene. Ha ha, well, I never thought you'd got me listening to the What's Occurring <laughs> podcast tonight. Oh, Thank co- you, Ben. We also got another one, Bloody Cracking, five stars by I Don't Want to Give a Name. Fab podcast, you guys are doing great. Keep it up. Thank you very much for Nameless Reviewer. Really appreciate that. And at the Thrifty Pom on Twitter, um, a horny Australian, I presume. Lo- loving, the, <laughs> loving the pod, guys. Listening down under on the Gold Coast. Oh, Pom, sorry, English, my bad. Listening down under on the Gold Coast. So we've gone international, Cal. We have. We've made it We've gone far as far as we can, though, Chuck. Insane. Yeah. As always, we'll start off each episode with a drink. And one of my favourite scenes in this episode, Matt Lucas as Jammy, a.k.a. Uh, cameo. when he uh, just whacks a Cronenberg out in front of Smithy is quite the moment. So that is this week's drink, a Cronenberg. So should we crack them open? Yeah. Chuck, chin chin. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Lovely. <sighs> Lovely. Anyway, episode four. Hey, so we've started off each episode analysis just talking through and we've just arse-licked the programme, really, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be a bit controversial here. I don't think this is that good an episode. Do you not? I don't think it's that strong. I oh. think the first half of it is gold. Yeah. Like, Smithy finding out he's best man in the bathtub. Yeah. When they're driving to the uh, the wedding fair and, you know, Pam, they play the game, which we'll go into a bit as well. But I just don't... I think it peters out a bit at the mm. end. I think this is a great Smithy episode. Yeah, I, I it's do. not I a bad think Smithy When he starts off, you know, with the tiling, he's lying in the bath. He's like, I shut my eyes for 10 minutes. Was, uh, that was at half 12. And his reaction when he finds oh, out after go to the, cha- uh, the church. <laughs> But yeah, exactly, and he's, he wants a shower and he's outside Pam and Mick's door. I, I found the whole church bit a bit boring. Yeah. 
know. 100%. 100%. Like, the Vicar, I just think it petered out towards the end. That, and that scene tried too hard, I feel. 100%. Yeah. But the Vicar is pretty hilarious as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is a Cockney lad like between his hands? Bloody Cockneys. <laughs> yeah. uh, classic. But yeah, the tiling is comedy gold. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And my favourite moment is when he, he goes to Smithy. He's like... I better leave. He's like, why? He's like, there's a really angry woman staring at me in the door. <laughs> She's not as partial as I turned out. Obviously, we go to the wedding fair and, well, no, Smithy the next day turns up and one of my favourite I know whenever you, whenever I strip in front of a mate now, it sounds very weird. Um, get, getting <laughs> I get what you mean, getting changed in front of a mate, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I always, we always do that thing now, we go, da 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 I don't know why, it just seems right when you're taking a shirt off. But also, in this episode, um, I think it's the first time we've ever seen Ness a bit emotionally vulnerable. When yeah, no, her I, and Stacey, I, I, I spotted that as well. They're both lying in the bed, and Stacey obviously says to her she wants to be a bridesmaid, maid of honour. she's quite insecure yeah, about Yeah, she's her really looks insecure. And how she'll look. And then, but it, it is interrupted by a bit of comedy, and yeah. that comparing it to the last wedding, and then she. She goes, not that I fell over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you think it's going to be a genuine, really sincere yeah, moment yeah, where she but... feels really insecure, but she actually just fell over. No, it's it's quite a nice scene. See their friendship blossoming, uh, blossoming, blossoming. But like I said again, we've we've mentioned it before. Um, it is still just Stacey being a bit of a drip. Oh, she's um, such a drip. <laughs> you no, know, that was it. When they're leaving the church and they're driving off, and she's looking at the car driving away, she goes. Oh, I love oh, him. I, I just miss him so much. And it's just oh, like, this is so forced. Like, it's me. so forced. Yeah. Sounds like you with your birthday. Oh, cheers. yeah, cheers. For me, this is one of the best comedic cameos of all 100%. time. Matt Lucas is in the whole series for about <laughs> 30 seconds. I don't know. I went to Prague about two years ago and literally all we, my Facebook status was one word, Prague. Two more words, piss up. One more word, tits. And that is the greatest PowerPoint of all time. I just did my final uni like presentation PowerPoint. And I, I, I was thinking just in the back of my head, my dissertation was really bad. I was presenting it. I was like, how about I just go in front of the whole academic <laughs> display at Bournemouth University and just go one word, Prague. <laughs> and get the lights turned oh, on. Um, that would be comedy yeah. gold. Oh, you got one word, dissertation, two words, it's shit. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Oh, um, so that's weird. That is absolutely weird. Jammy, what a character. Um, and then you, we were just talking about it then, about when they're leaving the wedding fair and they're talking about... Right, so it's stag. nine days and he's telling them about this. I, I, I thought you might say that. So there's a six-day option. We skip the... <laughs> we skip the... Answer that. But then he's just like, wait. Amsterdam, so, bitter that. So Jamie's coming with us. He's like, right, who's paying for him then? He's like, oh, that's the beauty of it. It's he, brilliant. He knows Prague better than anyone. He slept with 57 prostitutes. Sounds like a lovely bloke. Yeah. Invite him to the wedding. <laughs> uh, it's comedy gold. Uh, yeah, honestly, Matt Lucas, what a hero. Incredible. I, I can't believe he popped up as well. Because think about that. It's series one, episode four. Yeah. I still remember it. it wasn't that big at that time. No. Like it, the, the series was hadn't just, properly blown hadn't up. Hadn't properly yet. blown up. It was still on BBC Three. People were getting to it. Yeah. Then like Matt Lucas pops up and it, you're like, oh crap! Like yeah, clearly, yeah. you know, in the comedic world, BBC yeah. and everything, it was clearly like highly rated. No, the of fact course. That Matt Lucas is on episode number four. But I think my favourite bit in this whole episode is when um, Mick, Pam, Gav, and Smithy are all in the car together. And they're playing that game. Cruise, marry, oh, shag. <laughs> unbelievable. What's a game? Um, so we decided for this episode, we're going to have a game of cruise, marry, shag. Yes, we are. We are indeed. So I think it's safe to say. Ado, I think it's safe to say everyone's been in Gavin's position at least once or twice. Sat in, in the back of the car. Yeah. I don't think I've ever played 
shag marry no not maybe in the car but just they've parents, always just you've always just gone into that little cringe shell yeah of embarrassment with so your parents. I, I work with my mum and i've heard just she hasn't alluded to it directly but yeah. i've heard up mutterings of her sex life through oh, other members no. of staff and it, it oh mate it kills no. me no like, it, it honestly kills me <laughs> like, it's honestly God, shout out to your mum listening then yeah cheers mum um, have a good night jesus <laughs> Um, so we're going to play Cruise Marry Shag. Basically, three people, one of them you have to marry and have kids with and have a dog and a family estate car and all of that, you know, forever. One you go on a cruise ship around the world spending every minute of every day with with them, but you do not have to sleep with them. And the other one, you have to have a long, hard, brutal... No, it does not have to be brutal or long or hard. You just have to, you know... Shag them. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Here we go. Right. So you're up first, mate, and I am giving you the Essex lasses okay. To, okay, cool. to choose from. So right, your cruise Mary shag is Pamela Wishleskevska, Nee Shipman. Okay. I like Pamela. Rudy Smith. Okay. And Edna Sutcliffe. <laughs> A.K.A. Pete's dad, uh, Pete's mum. Jesus. <laughs> so, Chuck. who are you shagging? Who are you going on a cruise with? Who are you marrying? Right. <sighs> right, I'll go on a cruise with Edna. Why? Ed- well, because I don't have to sleep with her. Is that the only reason? Well, yeah. Uh, I guess well, she won't speak either. Yeah, and you can just get on with your own thing. She, she'll be happy, you know. But it's what just... if she's just tapping that little button while well, you're, you'll like, be with her. having so a pint in the she casino? She can't annoy you with it, can she? <laughs> well, she'll be with you. She'll be a high roller right, in the so casino. You're, you're cruising with Edna. I'm cruising with Edna. Who are you shagging? Who are you marrying out of Pam and Rudy? I think I'm going to shag Pam. Bit, shag Pam. Bit, bit of experience. <laughs> bit of experience and, you know. Great pair of tits. <laughs> <laughs> Referencing no, Sophie there. Yeah, yeah. Alison um, Stedman yeah. has not got... I, I don't okay, know. Yeah, I'll, you're I'll, digging yourself I'll a hole here. <laughs> uh, and I, that means... I think I'd marry Rudy purely because I think she's got a bit about her. For a the bit banter. Yeah. And, and you're marrying into the Smith family. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. Brother-in-law being Smith, you can't exactly. complain about that. Right. Right, so Chuck, I have the Welsh contingent for you. Here we go. I've gone for two fairly well-known ones and one kind of rogue one. So... <laughs> Oh, God. Gwen, Gwen away. West, Gwen mother away. of Stacey, obviously. Think of the old Doris. Doris, fuck's sake. And Natalie <laughs> Lewis. Who's Natalie Lewis? She's the what? one that... Oh, wait, her... wait, 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 wait. I think I do know <laughs> yeah, Natalie yeah, Lewis. Yeah, yeah, Nat- Natalie Lewis is... Wait, shit. She, so she, do you actually she's see a se- her? She, yeah, yeah. She's a sales assistant whose brother and father once had a fight with Nessa and Stacy and her have a face-off. Do you remember that bit? Oh, in, yeah. the, in the chemist. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh right. Yeah. So, one sec, Gav. <laughs> they just stare <laughs> just at each other. Just staring at each other. Right, so Cruz Mary Shag. So, Gwen, Gwen Doris, Doris, Doris. What's her name again? Natalie Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> That's good research. Right. I'm going to have to... I think I'd... Go on a cruise with Doris. Just good band as well. Reckon yeah. she'd be a good laugh on a cruise. Yeah. Um, be a good wing woman, you know, yeah. out on the cruise. Yeah, of uh, course she, I'm sure she would. I'd marry Gwen simply because I love an omelette. Yeah. And, you know, everyone knows about her yeah, ability uh, on the pan. Which means I would shag Natalie Lewis. Fair enough. Bit of sass about her. Reckon yeah, she's good in bed. Bit of attitude. Reckon she'll throw me about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And also, uh, anything to spite Stacey. She's a shit character. I tell you what, we'll put that out on Twitter <laughs> at What's Occurring Pod. Cruise Mary Shag. Uh, yes, Gavin 100%. Stacey edition. Okay. Uh, and with that in mind, with Gavin's absolute cringeness oh, uh, entitled in the, in the car, in the back of 
mixed car on their way to the wedding fair. We asked you for your embarrassing parental moments, those moments where your your mum said she'd shag Frank Bruno. Yeah, I think everyone's had moments like this where they've just, as I said, they've gone into that little shell and I think they stick with you. Even if they haven't happened a long time ago, they do still stick with you exactly. for a long time. So I want to kick things off. I can't mention his name. I can't mention... I, I'm going to have to be careful this. I don't think he listens to the podcast. But this By the way, Chuck didn't tell me this story prior because yeah, he wanted I, I want, my reliable reaction. I want reaction. your reaction of this. This is an awful story, right? So, oh, right, I'm going to have to be really careful I don't say okay, anything. Okay, so, okay. Uh, this is one of my really good friends growing up at school. And let's just say he he, he was quite introverted. He, he, he was late to the game of like going out and meeting women and drinking and so on and so forth. So... Like to play with his todger. There we go. He's got that out So that's where this is heading. Um, off. So, and obviously we didn't directly speak about this. The, the most embarrassing thing was we, we used to hear these stories through his mum when she used to get drunk. Um, oh, so no. She tells this one story. Uh, I don't think it was to me. I think it was to one of my mum's friends or because my parents were friends <laughs> with their parents. And... Basically, they just moved into this new house, yeah. lovely new house, and they had a, a nanny. So the nanny was there, and the nanny was in the kitchen, and... <laughs> oh, no, oh, shit, I can't, I'll have to Just bleep start. it out. Okay. <laughs> right, we'll bleep that out. That's quite funny, anyway, for the podcast. Um, so he's, he's in the living room, and his, the nanny is in uh, the kitchen, and... You know, as, how old was he? At this I think point? this is like 13, 14. Okay. This is like, you know, you, you found sort out of, what's down there. Sort anyway. of age you start beating the meat. You know, you start beating the meat. Oh my god, Sorry. I've never heard that Sorry. before. That's this has been a really graphic episode. <laughs> There's plenty more where that came from. Anyway, um, so. Get on with your story. So, I've said it again. So right. he liked beating the meat and it. <laughs> The school had finished and uh, he was he was in their brand new living room and flipped on Babe Station oh. and started going about his business in the living room, which is a risky game right, at the so best in the middle of, of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like five, like finished school, got back. That's so flipped stupid. Flipped the TV on. But, but, but apparently there's a lock on the door anyway. So there's ah, a lock on the door. Okay. What he doesn't know is in their brand spanking new house is that the TVs link from the lounge to the kitchen. So he's beating one out in the in the lounge over Babe Station and his no. nanny flicks on the TV in the kitchen and Babe Station's on telly. So she doesn't know what to do. Apparently she's <sighs> knocked on the door to, you know, do the, do oh. the faffle. Uh, I'll say it again, Mike's sake. Right, you're going to have to... We could just be brief in this whole Sorry, thing. mate, um, you're getting... Yeah, yeah. Right, so, right, so let me get it straight. He was... So he having one off the wrist in the living room. Babe station was <laughs> How on many the... different terms have you got for a wank? Oh, plenty more than AK from. So he was down one off the wrist. Babe station on the TV. Yeah, he had this sky the TV's a link up. Yeah, you know when yeah, you can like yeah. multi-room yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Oh, oh my god. god. Literally, his mum's telling us so, the story. So his mum now knows his story, obviously, and is telling his friends. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a bit harsh in his mum's standards. It's a bit harsh from her. Jesus. Anyway, move, moving on yeah. from beating the meat, let's have a yeah. slightly more relaxed, embarrassing Yeah, so we, got email, we, so we got an email in from an anonymous source. They want to keep themselves private on this one. Do not blame them. Understandably. Um, so this is a mother emailing us from her okay. perspective. So slightly different. Yeah, way yeah, yeah. So different to your, uh, your friend's one. Pam being embarrassed by Gavin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Once my daughter was five and we were in the queue at Asda, I let her poke through my purse as I checked my email on my phone. She said, Mom, what is this? She asked. And she held up a tampon. Oh, no. Um, it's for Mummy, I muttered. Oh, no. Tossing it back in, she loudly said, Mummy, I see you in the bathroom using this. Oh, no. And I shoved the magazine into her hands <laughs> to distract her and made eye contact with no, contact with no one and oh, left promptly. Oh, God. That, that is, is That awful. is not nice. I think there's a similar story I did with my mum pulled tampons out. Yeah, I think... I think you it's, don't really know what it is at that no, age, yeah, that, do you? I mean, just... that's a fair enough, but I mean, it's more the fact that it was in public. Anyway, Mia on Twitter says, her mum said to her mate, if he was 10 years younger, she'd get with him. Right, firstly, I think that's supposed to be if she was 10 years younger, yeah, otherwise yeah. there's something going wrong So, there. so... That's a typo, what, let's hope, Mia. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I get what what Mia's saying is her mum, um, I, I hope she's said single when she said this, said to, Mia's, she, said to Mia that her mate was quite attractive and if Mia's mum was, was 10, 10 years, years younger, younger... So that's a typo then, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Mia's mum is questionably behaving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thomas has emailed in, he says, he doesn't know if it's embarrassing, but one new year, his mum got so drunk, she hugged a lamppost. Uh, I've, I've seen far it, worse yeah. from my life. Thomas, to be honest, that's quite terrible. That, that segues us into the, our next story and... Um, my own mother embarrassed me quite a lot the other week. Okay. Um, so it was her birthday. Yeah. And um, we went to the pub. Um, we had like a nice little private room. Everyone, like all family and friends were there and stuff. And um, we had a few drinks and all my cousins and I, like all, all our family went back to our house. And we were having a few, few G&Ts in the living room, as you do. As you and do. mum was gone for ages. A few And like, so the guy she's seeing, like, um, lives very near our house and she was gone for ages. And... Um, she says she's walking him home. She comes right. No, no, no. Stop. <laughs> it's not that dark, Chuck. Come on. And he come. She comes back in and she's very drunk and she goes, "I've just had a massive snog with." <laughs> I won't say his name. But I was just like, "Oh my god!" Everyone found it hilarious. Yes, I found this it. Has gone I on. found it hilarious at that moment because it's just like your mum's getting more action than I am. At well, don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, right. cheers for that, mum. Thanks for all getting involved. Thank you, Mia. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you uh, to the anonymous source, which yeah. we shall not mention. And uh, also to my friend for whacking one out to Babe Station yeah. at the age of 13. And also making our editing very difficult. <laughs> anyway, uh, the character analysis this week is the one and only. I think I should let you oh, say his name as he is Mr. your favourite character. Oh, Mr. Michael Shipman. Mr. Mick Shipman. Oh, what a man. by Larry Lamb, who is also a fantastic bloke. He um, is. He really loved is. Loved him on I'm a Celeb. Anyway, uh, Mick... Father of Gavin, wife to Pamela. His uh, wife is Pamela. He's not a wife. <laughs> husband to Pamela. Um, what a man! Quintessential dad. Really. He just—that's the thing. He capitalizes like this classic English dad, and yeah. I think that's what loves they, a game of golf. They—they they absolutely Lo- loves it. giving advice to his son. Obviously, in loves this episode, being the man of the house, cooking, and we so have on. that uh, moment between him and Gavin where Gavin's looking at the car. And he's going, oh, I really want one of these, Dad. And he's just like... No one wants to see a horse crapping outside yeah. the temperature. Yeah. He's like, oh, what does Stacey want? It's like a horse and carriage. He's like, well, do you... And he's like, oh, it's pointless to me. And then Gavin's like, oh, yeah, me too. And he's like, well, don't do it then. He's like, I've been telling lies to your mother for 25 <laughs> oh, years, sorry. whatever it is. That's Cronenberg. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's quite nice as Cronenberg, actually, to be fair. We've been asking you at What's Current Pod on Twitter for your top Mick moments. Uh, and lots of you have been voting. So without further ado, let's head into it. Number three is... 
Prince Charles is. So obviously him and Pam have got this whole on running thing about, uh, you know, the, the whole running joke that they foreplay into Charles and Camilla. Yeah. Camilla. And he pulls out the ears at one point. I think Pam's really He's in the doghouse. Yeah. He's in the doghouse. He's in the doghouse. So he, he's gone for the ears yeah. and it worked. Yeah. Um, there we go. At number, two, <laughs> at number two is couple of birdies in oh. the hedge episode number one this is i think just his whole elaborate lie about playing golf that's is, it is it's it's healthy. something that probably a lot of husbands can yeah, actually so relate self-employed to. Yeah. He, he likes diving out of work at two o'clock and playing a game of golf with chalky and woodruff um and then obviously pam comes over and interrupts their conversation and then birds it's, it's the line about uh it's like you ought to get a life mate it's good job he's playing golf tomorrow <laughs> it's quite <laughs> and they, he has that moment with gavin where they just look at each other and smile yeah. it's like a classic father son and moment. number one is mick on the telly of course oh, uh, this was a re- resounding winner wasn't it the it really famous was. famous line of it's the last thing you expect to see when you go to work in the morning uh comedy gold and i think we've all been there where yeah. we've you know maybe just been in the background of a news segment yeah. or whatever on BBC or so. Yeah. I, in fact, we, we wanted. Is, yeah, this is literally just me three weeks ago, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, of course. I so I oh, um, London Marathon bomb, bomb again. Run the London Marathon anyway. Um, at the start of the day, I was with a, a family friend who's incredibly raised loads of money for charity, yeah. over a million quid. Actually, that is nuts. Anyway. Um, so ITV were doing a big story on her. She was doing the London Marathon and we we went out together and I've called up my mum I've called up my dad I've, I've messaged <laughs> various group chats saying ITV News London 6pm tonight and it's the first story because it was the day of the London yeah, Marathon yeah. it's literally five seconds of me walking, walking out of Greenwich train station <laughs> <laughs> but uh, those are the most you'll live for Chuck yeah and Mick being on the telly and it's the fact that he found it it was the, the one line that I found really funny actually Stacey being quite funny she she's obviously struggling uh, to adapt to Essex life and then goes up to Gavin and like oh your dad being on the telly he's like he found a dismembered body babe it's hardly anything to be proud yeah, about yeah exactly <laughs> it's so true though it's, it's, it's a classic such small a funny gag kind of about like, him yeah. finding a dead body quite, yeah. quite a traumatic experience but yeah those um, were the, um, the amazing Mick moments we've had we've obviously had many many more but he's just a great character in my opinion as I've said many times he's one of my favourite just purely because of how quintessential dad he is one thing I did want to bring up though which I've notice more and more the more I'm watching it now at the moment going back through it is there something brewing between him and Nessa I've slightly Ooh. mentioned this before so when they get really really pissed uh, I think it's in the last episode actually yeah uh, they they swap shirts so no 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 sorry it's the next series and they, they swap shirts so yeah. Nessa's yeah, yeah, in yeah. Mick's shirt and they, they go in madness house of fun yeah. and then I don't you know have what no, Mick's wearing. You have no yeah. clue, and, like... then, and then Nessa goes, uh, I like to ride <laughs> to Mick. I think there's just a little underlying yeah. thing. And then they have a snog at some point. As well. Yes, she, she just Mick. grabs him and kisses yeah. him. That's when uh, they're moving. They're going, but, she's getting back in the lorry. Yeah, that's literally like three or four references yeah. of... Uh, them sort of having this weird like maybe maybe it's just Nessa's fantasy that she wants to shag yeah. Mick um, imagine yeah. in the Christmas episode if they um, just like Mick Nessa and Pam will have a threesome Jesus Christ oh, sorry I think that was unnecessary was <laughs> yeah, mate I think you need I think you need to beat the meat by the time oh no nasty. anyway moving on we are on the search for the ultimate Gavin and Stacey fan have you been to Prague for a piss up and tits has your niece been to Greece and all you got was this lousy t-shirt mm. and we can't believe it that 
the ultimate fan this week, attempting to beat me. Although, a bit of reaction from last week, Kira, a lot of my mates really digging me out for uh, for losing. Oh, like, I know. Like 19% beer, that was quite the answer. Anyway, that was a we big can't play believe from... it this week. We are actually joined by a cast member, our very first one. Uh, it is Alex the Magician. Alex the Magician From himself. episode number so four. So uh, we'll obviously. talking about the episode. And yeah, he's he, coming on. Yeah, he's he's a wonderful character and Bryn is absolutely blown away by his card <laughs> tricks. But yeah, of course, his real name is Brendan Patricks and um, he's actually a magician, Chuck, like, which yeah, is yeah, really no, cool. Yeah, he's a legit magician yeah. and he joins us on the phone now. Hello, Brendan. How are you guys doing? Very good, thank you. We are wonderfully well. Um, I can't quite believe we have the great Alexo The great the Alexo himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm... I'm glad you know that. You know that well. I found that in a charity shop. That's how I found out what the guy's name was. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. What, so, what, what was it like? Tell us. What was it like being the great Alexo? Especially sort of being in the first series of the program. Did you sort of realise how big it was going to be at the time and so on? So I, of course, no, no. I mean, I remember I did because I'm an actor and I started doing magic to support myself doing that because acting is quite precarious and I'd, I'd done a play and like a, a mini series in India and then I did this film and they wanted me to do it and it was wasn't a very good film but uh, in the end I managed to get the part because Anthony Costa from Blue turned it down right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was this I was the second choice right? Anthony <laughs> Tell- Costa. this this tells you the uh, the high quality of the project and, uh, <laughs> And anyway, so I did it and James was in it and James had just come off the History Boys and he had the supporting role in it, but, but was the most famous person. So he was top build on it. Um, and we just got on really, really well. And we used to, I just used to mess about showing them tricks between stuff and they would often go wrong and I would just style it out. Um, <laughs> And we used to mess around. At, Can we keep rest? Oh, I, but I remember being there on the day. Uh, we were shooting. I can't remember where, but we were shooting, and, and James came out of it. Is because we got these little. At that point, we all had uh, trailers that were like three people, so you had yeah. uh, three different little rooms in a trailer. And James came out. I think I was next door to him. We knocked on the door, and we we had a chat, say good morning and stuff. And he said, "I can't believe it. I've just." the series that I've written with Ruth Jones has just been commissioned and it was that day. So I, I remember, wow. I remember that. And, it, and you know, at that point, as, as I don't know how old I was, 24, 25. It's like, that is immense. Just to, to get something seen by a production company and for them to consider it is one thing, but mm. then for them to actually commission it is such an enormous step, you know? So at the time, I, I thought that was a massive deal. I thought that was like a massive deal. Um, and he was thrilled and we were like, yeah, right. And he started work on that. And then, then obviously it became Gavin and Stacey. But so he, we got on well and we became friends after that. So he wrote me that part in the wedding fair. Cause so every time we met up, I would uh. show him tricks and things like that or teach him <laughs> one or two tricks. And I, because he wasn't who he is now, he didn't have as much power then to make sure the decisions happen. So I still had to audition for it, despite, <laughs> despite having had it written for me. Um, and so I just went, I had to sort of really odd or different 
audition where there was no one else auditioning for the part where I just showed them loads of magic. It was very odd. <laughs> so um, in that scene, you're like you're working with Rob Brydon, obviously, and Rob, yeah, and you know he's quite a big deal. Was that for you? Was that a great experience? Did you really enjoy that? I did. Yeah. I mean, he is very, he's very funny, but hey, you got to remember at the time, he he wasn't as big as he was no, of now. Course. But he was he was well known, as, uh, particularly in acting and yeah. comedy. And he's he is incredibly funny. I mean, like he's just every take is different, and doing big big reactions and small reactions and things like that. But I got I'd been on something the day before. I think I'd been filming I'd been filming uh, a tiny part in this Sherlock Holmes thing for CBBC or something the day before in Ireland. I like flew I think from Dublin. Bought my own coin to Wales to do it, and they were all there. So I just, they were all there that day at the wedding fair. So I, I met them all, and I, I, I remember meeting Alison Stedman was pretty amazing. Oh, and yeah. Rob was just, Rob was very funny. I mean, he's very funny. He's quite, he was quite quiet, and um, he, I remember him because that's a trick I would, I would have done a lot of the time, and. It is basically that you always pick the ace of spades. There's a is that your card? card but, you mean? <laughs> but he's not, he's all, so he was always surprised that of this deck of complete cards. He was at take after take in every rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> like, so there, some of it is kind of genuine what he's doing, um, and I based it on a on a friend when I used to be in the uh, in the magic. Uh, I, was, I am in the magic circle, but I used to frequent like magic conventions back then so I based it on a, a magician I knew who was who was one of the best sleight of hand guys I had ever seen like just amazing but he had sort of like zero social skill <laughs> and was a complete asshole yeah. so I just based it on him and that was that was it like we, d- um, we, we didn't know what to expect from the conversation with you because obviously we've <laughs> only seen that character um, yeah. so we were like is, is he like that in real life like, and then yeah. when we spoke to you first this morning um, different person yeah you sound completely different <laughs> to Ray Alexa wow. Thanks, guys. That's, that's my. But I my believe it's a little thing called time. acting. <laughs> it's a little, little thing called acting. Yeah, I remember also that yesterday, quite recently. Because how old are you two? Twenty-one. Uh, yeah, we're twenty-one. Oh my god. <laughs> right, okay. Well, that, that explains it because it's 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 now on again, isn't it? So everyone's watching it again on Netflix and things. But yeah. I I got an email about two months ago, and I was really surprised by it because it was a guy. Uh, who got best man, man duties on a wedding in Wales between a, a Welsh girl and a, a guy from Essex, and they were big Gavin and Stacey fans. No way. And God knows, God knows why he wanted to do this, but he wanted a video of the magician wishing them a, a congratulations. <laughs> but he wanted, it, he wanted it in the style of that. So I, and I was like, who, I mean... What bride is going to be pleased with that? I mean, obviously, he couldn't get anyone else. He's tried Bryden, he's yeah. tried Corden, he's, he's, he's tried settled like on the great Alexo. The, the top 100 cast members, like 101. So you literally just had to make a video top. wishing them well? As the magician. And I think it's the magician. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was like, I, I said... So he wanted that. So he ne- I never heard back from him. He said, this is great, thanks. And then they did the wedding. I never heard back from him. <laughs> not getting get an invite. That's a bit harsh. I didn't get an invite, no. But I can imagine what happened is they played the video and one person, his mate, went, oh, that's the magician. And everyone else in the room went, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> the big question is, is 
James Corden writing you another role for the upcoming Christmas special? Well, I think it would probably be about my character, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> I would think. Um, no, I, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> so I, because of it's, it's all so different. It would be all so different now. But back then, because of budget concerns, this never happened. But the magician was going to be in the wedding, the actual wedding, um, and you and you were going to see him performing at like guest tables and things like that just in the background and then he was going to be sitting down having a bag and a little boy was going to come up to him who was like six james told me this that he'd written it but they couldn't do it budget wise because there's too many people there already and uh this little boy was going to come up to the magician and, and say oh can you show us a trick and the magician was going to take a, a, a puff on his cigarette and just say, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that never happened. Oh, I wish that happened. That is well thought. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch the episode again now. Yeah. <laughs> um, imagine the great Alexo tearing up the wedding. <laughs> I love that you say the great Alexo. Like, that is the only place it's printed is in that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, was, I was surprised when I saw it in the book, actually. It was quite funny. So every week when we get a guest on, we usually do a... Uh, little quiz chuck deems himself as a bit of a super fan uh, and i don't uh, deem myself no, no, i am yeah he, he is a super oh, fan so <laughs> you, you're gonna go head to head versus chuck and i imagine as you're in this episode you've seen it a fair few times is that correct no no oh sh- <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah. no he's I, I he's it, hustling he's it. hustling he's, he's a magician <laughs> he knows I, 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 oh yeah, all hundreds of times. I watch it every day. It's the highlight of my career. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So what we're going to do, I'm going to toss a coin, see it goes first. Um, oh, it's intense. Okay. Brendan, it's going to be your call. Heads or tails? Go heads. It is a heads. It's heads, it's heads. So that means you I are first up. Most of these okay. questions will be kind of in chronological order for the episode, but they, they might not be. Um, but what's, okay. that, what's that binging noise? Oh, it's me tapping my coffee into my wall. Yeah. Right? It's, it's not a fancy <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> Empty pint glass. Like, so well, question, question number one. What What is the name of the magician in this episode? <laughs> it's not question one. No, that's, that's not question one, right. What time did Smithy go for his nap? Are you, are you kidding me? What? <laughs> so, what? what, what, in, what? Give him a yeah. bit more help. Right, no, I will. Give you context. So, at the start of the episode, Gavin goes to the house and he sees Smithy lying in uh, a bathtub and he's having a nap. And uh, Smithy wakes up at about 6 pm and he says there's a time that he went to have his nap. Uh, 11.30 in the morning. Oh, very close. It's 12, isn't it? It's 12.30. It's 12.30. Yeah. yeah, but actually, in the in the initial script, you see, it was it was eleven thirty. Yeah, no fair. Well, I'll give you half a point for that because <laughs> your intel in the radio, the radio edit of the episode. Yes, it's twelve o'clock. Yeah, okay, <laughs> okay, Chuck. This one's for you. What pampering activity was Stacey and Nessa doing whilst chatting about being made of honour? Doing something with their nails, I think. Like painting their nails. Is that your final answer? Well, I think it might be filing their nails. How specific are we going here? Uh, if you got the, the right body part, then I'll right, give... doing something with their nails. Right, incorrect. They were moustache. Oh, no, it was the moustache. Shit. Yeah. No, that's a terrible answer. Wow. You okay. need to watch more of it. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck said he watched this episode four times the other day and he doesn't know that. That's pathetic. Right. Heavy Brendan. Weekend, right? <laughs> Who did... Yes. 
who did Pam want to shag during the game of Cruise Marry Shag? Oh, look, I cannot. Is it someone like Ian Botham or someone like that? <laughs> <laughs> Ian Botham? Like, is, it, is it something like that? I can't know what to do. It's Frank Bruno. <laughs> That is close. To be fair, they are both fast bowlers for England, aren't they? Frank Bruno? He's a boxer. I know. Oh, it's a joke. Sorry. Of the same decade. (laughs) Right, Chuck, your second question. What dish was Gwen making for everyone when they went back to her house? Chili con carne. That is correct. But of course, for Pam, it was a cauliflower without the cheese. Indeed. (laughs) Okay, Brendan. Yes. In the wedding fair scene, which you were in, yeah, yeah. what brand of beer did Jammy hand Smithy? Stella, isn't it? Very close. I'm going to give you another throw at the dice. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it? It's Cronenberg. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's our beer of choice for this week's episode, yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, your th- third question are we on now? Yeah, yeah, third question. It's time is flying when you're having fun. Right, yeah. What was Dick Powell's sandwich filling in the oh, church? Are you having a laugh? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Do you just watch through these and just yeah. think of the most niche yeah. crap that you ever see? Like, um, he says it in Welsh. That's yeah, the and then it's, the vicar translates. It's Glamorgan sausage and something. Yeah, it's one gl- half of that. Glamorgan sausage and ham. It's another meat. I gave him another throw of the dice, so I'm gonna oh, give salami. you salami. <laughs> salami. No, it's not another. It's not another pork product. <laughs> okay. Is it chicken? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it's chicken. So that means his sandwich filling was chicken and Glamorgan sausage. Okay, right. Final it's question. It's quite a generous quiz, isn't it? Yeah, it it's is. It's quite a generous quiz. Okay, so, Brendan, your <laughs> final question. Yeah. <laughs> You've already alluded to this, but what was Bryn's card that he picked? It was the Ace of Spades. It was, <laughs> yes. Okay, Chuck, your final question for the W. For the W. What city did the six-day auction of the stag do miss out? Uh... Uh, Amsterdam. Incor- yeah, that's correct. <laughs> well <laughs> oh, done. Well done. So Chuck wins that. I'm afraid. Commiserations, Brendan. You uh, have oh, not beaten Chuck. Okay. I'm going I'm to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one final question before we go, the great Alexo. Can you yeah, saw me in half? What's your relationship to the bride? Well, basically, we do a podcast and it's about the bride and groom. So is no. that right? No. But but now you see, there's another podcast, but that's actually dead. Oh, well, yeah, that does change things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like it was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, you're a legend. So that's it. Episode four is over. Complete it, mate. Episode number four. Please do like, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Uh, The listeners, we've been watching it go up and up. It is amazing. Um, But... I'm liking the inventive nature of our reviews. Yeah. So what I'm going to say is now, if we like one, let's send them a little gift. Like yeah. we do with our guests, let's send them a little Gavin yeah. and Stacey If they manage to get gift. onto our socials because we like their reviews so much, yeah. we will send you something. If you, you make something. it onto at What's Occurring Pod Twitter, we will send you a gift. There we go. There's a little incentive. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. There we go. Goodbye. See Gavin later. Good night. Oh, the episode's over. So sling your hook or I'll break your face. <laughs>